0: Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Western and Southern Financial Group, put our financial strength behind you. It's easy to get started. Visit westernsouthern.com. Now batting number one in our hearts. At least he'd like to think so. It's the Jim Day Podcast. All right, here we are again. Welcome in to the old podcast as we welcome back an old friend. Please welcome in, known as the Todd Father. Todd Frazier, how you doing?
1: What's up, Jim? How's everything going, brother?
0: Everything's fantastic, made better now that you are entering the pod. In fact, you're gonna be the pod father today instead of All the, right. The,
1: the, I'll take it. I'll take it. There we go.
0: Todd Father. <laughs> hey, where did Todd Father come from, by the way? Obviously your name's Todd, but yes where when did it start
1: it happened in the queen city man it happened in old cincinnati the fans basically came up with it my first year being brought up there being from jersey yeah uh you know uh kind of you know soprano kind of feel and uh (laughs) it just worked out well man i i loved every second of it i think it was 2012 my second year and uh kind of stuck with me and uh i loved every second i was one of it's probably it's my favorite nickname and a lot of people love it too so
0: well you've been uh lots of places but you still have that jersey you're still talking jersey man i mean you you could fit in (laughs) to the sopranos
1: no hey no doubt about it my second life i might want to be one of those guys uh (laughs) that's that's a tough life to live though it's uh it's my favorite show uh you know my dad and i would watch it all the time but uh You know, a lot of people say when they go to different places, they lose their accent. I don't know how they do that unless they try hard to do it. So for me, um, I try and stay the same. And uh, I love being from Jersey, man, as you know.
0: Yeah. Well, that's one thing that I've heard is that, uh, you know, you you act a certain way. You definitely have a very, very noticeable personality. Let's just say that in and out of the clubhouse. And you've taken that everywhere. You have not changed a bit, have you?
1: No. And I think that's the biggest part about being a baseball player and a person too. But uh, most notably, you got to be a good, you got to be even keeled as a baseball player, you know, those all for 10 days. And then, uh, you know, those 10 for 15 days, you know, not too high, not too low. My personality has always been the same. You ask anybody if I play with and they said, man, your energy has been there from day one all the way to day 162 at the end of the year. So, um, I made sure of that because I know at the end of the day, my numbers are going to be where they're going to be. And uh, I'm going to be a good teammate as well.
0: Where are you right now in Florida?
1: Yeah, I'm at Dodger town, man. We got, yeah. we got these rooms right next to the field here in Vero beach um, at the Jackie Robinson facilities here. And uh, we have one more game tonight against Venezuela, uh, an exhibition. And then we have off day or two practice, two or three practice days. And away we go, baby. We're playing against Nicaragua on May 31st. And this is where it all begins. So we, and then we got Dominican and Puerto Rico. We got some battles ahead of us. Uh, but the top two teams from our, our league are for advance. And then uh, hopefully um, we move on to Tokyo.
0: Now, I probably should have set that up better. For those that don't know, Todd recently uh, left the Pirates. We'll just leave it at that. And. <laughs> Decided to play for Team USA. And you guys are trying to qualify for the Olympics coming up in Tokyo. And by the time this podcast drops, it'll be the 31st, uh, in which you guys are up, up, and away, as you say. Uh, How – why going to Team USA now? I know you would love to catch on with another big league club. Maybe that will happen later this year. Maybe it'll happen next year. But why Team USA?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's real simple. I mean, anybody that would – that would not want to play for their country in any sport or anything, I think is, is tough to hear. I mean, for me, it's pride. It's, uh, putting that USA on your chest and everybody always said, Hey man, play for something, you know, when you're struggling, play for something or just anytime. And now I'm playing for my country. I mean, you pinch yourself. I mean, honestly, win, lose, or draw, even though we want to win, you're playing for your country. And, um, you know, it's pretty cool. I'm playing with guys like Matt Kemp, um, Tim Fedorovich, uh, you know, and some young guys that are, you know, top 10 prospects in minor league baseball. It's a, it's a fun knit group. And, um, we're, and we're Homer Bailey. I forgot old Homer Bailey's on the team. And, uh, he's, uh, he's ready to rock. He's going to be our, one of our starters and, uh, you know, proud to play with him again.
0: Could you ever have imagined sitting in the Reds clubhouse across from Homer Bailey that one day you guys would be playing for team USA, perhaps going for a gold medal in the Olympics?
1: Yeah. No, never, never. Um, it's, it's crazy where baseball takes you. There's not many guys except maybe Joey Votto and Buster Posey that stay with one team nowadays, um, and finish out their career. And it's, uh, it's really exciting. It it's, it, it's a good, good help for a lot of these guys that are trying to get on another team, of course, but I think everybody knows, and we've had great meetings and everybody always, everybody said something in our first meeting about wanting to play for USA. And, you know, we want to keep playing in the major leagues but this is we're all focused on on getting to the olympics for sure that's first and foremost
0: did you have a moment where i know you haven't put on probably the actual jerseys maybe but just a moment where team usa with the red white and blue was in your locker and you put it on did you have a moment like wow this is pretty cool
1: yeah i mean when, when we first came in, the jerseys were hanging in the locker rooms and you saw your number. Nobody knew what number they were getting, so which was cool. So I got 25 and um, I guess 20. I asked them for 21. They said it was a large and, you know, I'm, I'm not a large. So I, got, I had to get a size above and, um, you know, away we went. You know, I like my uniform looser. So but at the end of the day, it, it, was, it was so cool. Everybody's going to have to have a lot of pride. And um, couldn't be. Everybody's really excited. You, you feel the nervous jitters already, and the excitement that that comes with it. And um, you know, we're gonna put our best foot forward, and hopefully, uh, we dominate.
0: I haven't heard something like that since I was in high school. Of like the numbers by size. Yeah, because the is. big dudes had the big numbers. Yeah, so.
1: exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know who the bigger guys are in the team by their numbers. Wow. So, or the, at least we don't have many, many, many heavy guys. We just got you know skinny and tall pitchers that throw you know fireballs out of their hands. So yeah. hopefully, hopefully will be all right. I know I know we're gonna face Jumbo Diaz too in the Dominican. So there's another uh, oh red there.
0: Jumbo, so. I love him. <laughs> what a character. Yeah, Jumbo Diaz. Your time with the Reds. uh You were very much a fan favorite. When you look back now, I know, and like you said, you've played for a bunch of teams, and and guys just, it's rare that you play for one team or even just two teams throughout your career if you're good and you have a long career. But is Cincinnati, the time in Cincinnati, is? do you look back fondly?
1: Oh, I, I loved every second of it. I, t- <clears throat> I always tell my wife, we always talk about it. That's my first love, and you never forget your first love. So, yeah, I, I had such a blast playing there. The fans, you know, Welcome me with open arms and i tried to give him the best version of me every single day and um yeah i did i wanted to play there for the rest of my career i even i I told uh um castellini that too i said listen man i you know we had a meeting about the whole thing and uh you know he uh, he basically told me let's get this done and then i got traded so um crazy times back in the day but you know You look back and uh, all the friendships I could have made without being traded. Uh, So I, you know, you look back and uh, it is what it is. But I did. I love Cincinnati. I still do. And, uh, you know, my family did too. So it would have been a great place to keep playing for the rest of my career. But, you know, things happen. And like we said, not many guys get to play with the same team their their whole career.
0: Do you have, like, top three moments? I mean, put aside the home run derby. Uh yeah,
1: let's put that aside.
0: Yeah. Do you have um, like uh favorite moments with the Reds?
1: Yeah, I would say I mean every every kid dreams about their first walk off home run. I I hit my first walk off home run against the Braves. I thought that was pretty cool. And then another Grand Slam walk off against the Tigers there. Um let's see, uh well, I would say Homer Bailey's no hitters. I was part of both. I uh I um I was the one that drove in the game-winning run. We won one nothing in
0: Pittsburgh. Right.
1: Um, and I would say, uh, oh boy, there's a bunch. I would say, clinching. Um, what was that? 2013, maybe 12. I'm trying to remember the year we clinched.
0: 12. You. third
1: We won the division. 2012. 12. Yeah, I think that was uh, that was the dog pile and. Uh, yeah. Afterwards, we had a big party. Went out. We had such a good time. So I say those are three of them. But I, you know, there's there's probably a dozen more that just couldn't think of right now.
0: Man, 2012 was one of those. Oh, what a cool year! But ah, oh, man, that was. We big. love
1: yeah. We we <laughs> we left a lot on the table there. We, I I, I truly believe if we would have won that first series, we we would have had a really good shot of you know at least getting to the World Series. Oh,
0: then there's no doubt. Yeah. I mean, the Giants yeah. won it.
1: Yeah. Exactly. So, oh. we, um, you know, I've been a part of both with the Yankees. You know, down two, two games, came back to win three, and then we, we were up two games with the Reds, came back to lose three. So, uh, it's that's baseball, brother. All you got to do is win, win day one, win the game that day, and crazy things can happen.
0: You mastered hitting with the bat out of your hand or one handed swing. You hit a home run where the bat was not even in your hand at contact I think (laughs) all right well how the heck does this happen
1: listen my old high school coach Ken Frank who you know I give him praise he won he he won his 900th high school game in New Jersey the other day that record will never be broken and uh he always just said you know throw the bat head to the ball and good things will happen so I threw the bat head to the ball and uh you know threw my hands at it and you remember at the time I for some reason, the bat would always slip out of my hands the oh, I mean,
0: time.
1: I'd have won a game and uh, I threw that bat head and it was perfect. If it was one millimeter lower, higher, left or right, it wouldn't have happened and hit it three hundred and seventy five feet to left and you know it's down in sports science history, so it's um,
0: unbelievable I, I can't yeah. bl- I don't know how it happened N- me neither. It's that old
1: it's that old saying throw the hands. Yeah, let the bat head and uh it was everything was time perfect that's the only only reason only thing I can come up with
0: wow unbelievable you yeah. played uh, I think you grew up a Yankees fan I think so uh, i
1: I was a big fan of of players uh, okay. to be honest yeah so Paul O'Neill was my guy growing up
0: oh Paul O'Neill. yes that's
1: he's an X x yes. red. yeah x
0: still red lives there. Still, still lives still lives there. here no yep. doubt for him what was it like playing for the Mets and the Yankees though you got both sides of it yeah
1: man there's only a select few that have done it yeah. um, listen I tell everybody playing for the Yankees was awesome I wish I could have played more years there I mean when you walk into there everybody's like well, what makes it so good and I, the only explanation I could say is they expect the greatness out of you every day you don't come to that ballpark go. you go through the motions there's you know somebody's going to get on you and you know you got to shave your face, all that kind of stuff. I think that's pretty cool. And then the Mets, you know, it was great playing for them. And, uh, I had a blast for two and a, two and a half years, I think it was. Um, but we can never just get over the edge of where we want to be. Cause we had we had really good players. It's either an injury and you see what they're going through this year. So, I mean, it's 16 injuries. That's unbelievable. Um, you know, it's just crazy to think, but always just trying to get over that, that hump. And, uh, you know be the team that they can be and there's always hope but it just you know seems like it doesn't work out so hopefully they're on the right track um and um uh, it'd be nice to see a subway series I think that'd be pretty cool again
0: oh I don't want to see that Todd <laughs>
1: <laughs> well you know what i mean From Germany, i know what you, I mean, you don't I... understand it be it's crazy that all of a sudden oh. that whole week you got guys coming out of the woodworks making bets i remember I made a bet with my my uh Uh, Larry Vaca my guidance counselor said well if the Yankees win you know I gotta wear Yankee stuff if the Red Sox win he had to wear Red Sox stuff because he really didn't like the Red Sox so um, he was wearing he he wore Red Sox stuff that that series or no that was oh that was Red Sox and Yankees I apologize you know Mets and Mets and
0: Yankees (laughs) I get it regardless I get it Yeah, but I just had to throw that in there as a Red Sox No, I I, I don't feel that no doubt no (laughs) So cool to be catching up with Todd Frazier, the Todd father, the pod father. And we'll have more with Todd here after this message from our sponsor, Western and Southern Financial Group. You've experienced one of life's miracles, adding a baby to your family. Now you may need life insurance to help make sure everyone's protected, especially that bundle of joy. And if you already have kids, now's a great time to make sure you have enough coverage at Western and Southern Life, we translate what's complicated and help make life insurance simple. Talk to one of our financial translators. It's easy. Visit us at westernsouthern.com slash life. Compensated endorser. Western and Southern Life Insurance Company, Cincinnati, Ohio. Hey, uh, I was looking at some old video. Not only the, the home runs with, where you're just throwing the bat, ball basically, but the switcheroo catch is <laughs> one of my favorite things I've ever seen. Okay, for those that don't know, can you please take us through this? Because I mean, you know, the cat's out of the bag. You you made the switcheroo to the
1: no, without a doubt. I, I can't make this up, Jim. It was <laughs>
0: it was. It's unbelievable.
1: No, it it was unbelievable. And and I'll tell you what. I got one regret, and I'm gonna tell you after the story. All right. I don't. I caught it. Hit the hit the corner or hit the lower part in old uh, Chavez Ravine there, and uh, I went down. I caught the ball. As I went down, my glove hit the chair, and I see at the corner of my head, the ball actually ricocheted about 10 feet forward. And I'm like, oh, shoot. But I, I honestly, Jim, I can't make this up. My glove was in the air, so I put it down, and he can't – the umpire can't see me because it's like a table for people to eat. Right. Put my glove down, and a ball just went right – as I put my glove down, a ball stuck in my glove. <laughs> Jim, I can't make this up, dude. So, I squeezed it. As I squeezed it, I look up, and the umpire's head comes right over. I put my glove in the air, and, and I pray to God it was still stuck in there. He called him out, and I said, oh, my God. And and <laughs> people don't understand. They can see on the film, the guy has the other ball in his hand, and he's looking at the umpire like this. And the umpire, like, umpire Mark Wagner, I remember. Mark's, Mark's looking at him like, oh, cool, you have a ball. And I could have sworn he told him, this is the ball. And... I get up and now this is what the only regret I have was I should have gave the ball to Degrom to throw with, and I I, I wanted to see the I wanted to see the laugh on his face. Well, tell
0: the ball's fake. It's not
1: It was fake. It was like a plastic ball.
0: (laughs) It's a kid's ball. It was sitting on the table. You were talking about the table that was. Yeah,
1: it was, and you could see in the film the ball rolled down and actually hit my leg and it went right in my glove. Was it rubber
0: or plastic? It was.
1: It was like. It was like a real ball, but the plastic ones you get signed, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And I just wanted to see the look on his face. That's what I sh- – I threw the ball in the stands when I, I should have right. I, I, I gave You wanted to get
0: rid of the evidence.
1: Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> I, I, I probably – it would have been an awesome laugher. And I just – the only reason I didn't do it, he was going for his first Cy Young, and he was dominant, man. And I didn't want to get him out of his groove, but it would have been hysterical. Yeah. <laughs>
0: no him looking at that ball they, they might have changed the, the call i don't know maybe not
1: yeah i, I don't, I don't know. know looking back now you know hindsight 2020 i would like to see what would have really happened
0: that was unbelievable. people just youtube it it's it's unbelievable
1: and, and listen it, people I, I mean the people in la were mad at me i know i know 99.9 percent of people if they're fighting a you know, to you know, get to win a championship or something, they would have done the same darn thing. I don't care what they say.
0: Oh, especially, it just popped in your glove. I mean, it's like, thank you. Yeah, it was money. <laughs> Great story. Did, weren't the tables turning you a little bit, though? The hidden ball trick got you? Did, yeah. Baseball then, gods got you back.
1: Uh, listen, everything comes back tenfold, baby. So, <laughs> um, you know, it, it's crazy how that happens. Well, baseballs. I thought the umpire called timeout.
0: You're on so second I, base, right?
1: On second base, which every umpire does nowadays because they don't want to be the one that does it. And I, I told him, I said, listen, I'll take it, but any ball that comes in here, if you guys call timeout, you're going to have to throw me out because I'm going to be on you like white on rice. So that was that was basically it. So <laughs> it is what it is.
0: Oh, I, uh, I, I know I have limited time with you, so I, I want to ask you about your favorite Reds teammates. Who comes to mind when oh, I ask man. you that?
1: Oh God, a bunch of, uh, you know, when I first came up, Johnny Gomes took me by his wing. He was awesome. Ryan Ludwick. Oh, he was, yeah, they were awesome. Uh, Brandon Phillips. Uh, and you know who I, the one I've kept really close with over the years, uh, who I, I saw in Pittsburgh a bunch of times cause he lives there now is Devin Masarocco. He, um, he's awesome, man. He's loving life. He's a, he's a coach over there at Pittsburgh. And, um, he's he's having a good time
0: he's doing well Ms.
1: yeah he's doing really well he's doing really well he's uh he's got a great place there in 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 outside of pittsburgh and he's got two beautiful kids and uh, my wife and his wife uh have always kept in touch and are still really close to this day so it was great to see him for a handful of times there and uh you know to reminisce about the good old days
0: Yeah, no doubt about that. Well, uh, tell him uh, we said hello when you talk to him next from Red's country. Hey, one of my favorite segments I ever did was spring training with you where we went around because you were a self-proclaimed French fry expert, fast food French fry expert.
1: And we drove
0: around and got some French fries and then put a blindfold on you and did a taste test and you nailed it.
1: I even nailed the one that they make at the ballpark in Goodyear. <laughs> right.
0: So to, to set this up, we had I think we had McDonald's and it was Burger King. I think there was six,
1: six different ones. Burger yeah. King, Wendy's.
0: Yeah, and, and I, I threw a curveball in there. I had the guys from the Reds Complex who feed you guys put his yeah. fries out there to try to put a wrinkle in it, and you figured that out. Uh, it,
1: was, it was money, baby. It was money. I <laughs> I still eat them. I got to, you know what the problem is? As I'm done, when I start, when I'm done playing this game of baseball, I'm going to have to cut back on the fries because i can eat that's the big problem <laughs> believe me. i'll, blow, I'll yeah. blow up like a balloon so I, I i'm gonna have to figure that out maybe maybe once a week yeah uh divulging some mcdonald's fries and away we go
0: yeah wait till your metabolism really starts to slow down i found that out the hard way there's pictures of me online like man that is a big boiler oh it Was about hey. 30 pounds ago I'm, I'm trying to work on it as we speak so they, uh, they
1: make that can hide that for you, so be careful. You'll be you can find them online
0: somewhere. <laughs> Are you like 35 now? This kills me. Are you 35?
1: I'm not like 35, I'm
0: 35. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, man, I, I where did the time go? What the heck happened? I know right. I, I went by so darn fast, I don't get it. So, you got <laughs> what? You got two kids now? Three, three don't kids. See, I'm way behind. <laughs> I Blake was the first one because we did a lot of stuff with Blake.
1: Yes. I mean, Blake is seven. Kylie is five. And, uh, my son Grant is two. Oh my goodness. It's nuts. I remember we stayed at the, we lived at the same apartment building. Right. First, it was unbelievable. So yeah, it's how time flies is right. I just, I, I wish I could stop it a little bit because I've had some really, really great years in baseball and, um, you know, there's got to be a button they can make now in the world where you can go back in time. I about
0: wish. You probably got think I was stalking you the first time we lived in the same apartment complex. Like, what, are you, what are you doing in here?
1: Like,
0: no, that, man. You made
1: bad. the right choice. You saved some money, man. You are right. <laughs> yeah,
0: no doubt. So, Frazier Field House. Is that the Little League Field? Is that in Tom's River?
1: Yeah, that's in Tom's River. It's the Little League Field I I uh, grew up in. And, uh, you know, I gave a lot of money to that field, and uh, they, they made a, a field after me. And, uh, um they have uh an indoor facility and all that kind of stuff my son's playing there now with my two nephews oh and, wow what is that like
0: yeah. uh, oh it's awesome well, your namesake on it and your kids playing there
1: <laughs> i don't think he understands it I, I, honestly right now it's seven years old but um it's cool i get to coach him and uh it's uh it's really a thrill it's it's I'm more nervous coaching than I am playing, man. It's it's nutty, man. I'm biting my nails and really? trying to, yeah, oh, it's it's crazy. They got this eight and under team, which are my brother Jeff coaches and I coach too as well. Once I, uh, once I'm not playing, and uh, we have a good squad, so it's it's pretty cool. Wow,
0: that that uh, that's tremendous. What do yeah. you think is in the future for you after baseball? I
1: don't know. I don't know. It's a good question. I'm, I, I actually I've thought about it a bunch. I'm always a guy that looks ahead of you know maybe what what I can be and you know maybe broadcasting, maybe coaching. Um, broadcasting, uh, maybe hey, maybe I mean, something to look forward to or something that I can do. I've done it with. Well, I haven't broadcasted, but I've been on the MLB Network a couple times. Yeah. Uh
0: But do you want to be know, like listen- in the studio or do you want to?
1: I, it's tough because I don't wanna leave my family just yet. You know, I wanna I wanna see all my kids grow up and um you know if the studio is definitely an L be network because it's only a fifty minute drive north. Ah, there so you go. for me. So I, I can I can set my schedule where I want, maybe a couple of days a week. But um, you know, there's endless opportunities in, in sports. So uh we'll see we'll you know, we'll cross that path when when we come. But I'm gonna hang out with the family for a while.
0: But you still would like to catch on with an MLB team? You oh, given without up on a doubt, that, without you?
1: A doubt. I need I need 90 days pretty much to get my 10 years.
0: Oh I, wow, you're I, 90 I days be, short of 10. <laughs> yeah, and I think that'd be a pretty cool goal, you know. But, well, that's pension. I mean, that's that's the gold mark. That's yeah, pension related, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's not even that. It's just yeah. Well, I mean, everybody strives to get 10 years for sure. Yeah. Oh, so, listen. It would be in the icing on the cake. If I don't get there, okay, so be it. But it would be a pretty cool feat to have.
0: No, I, absolutely. I feel like I should be playing Frank Sinatra here for you.
1: <laughs> hey, you get me rolling. I'd be in a good spot. So. <laughs> uh,
0: do they allow walk-up music in the Olympic? Probably I don't know. Not.
1: I don't know. They haven't brought it up. That's. It, thanks for reminding me. i got to ask them. So.
0: Yeah, because, you know... Tokyo needs some Frank Sinatra. Yeah,
1: maybe In their I'll, I'll gain a you know thousand more fans over there because they they'll appreciate the classical music.
0: <laughs> well, I know you're limited on time. I appreciate the time you you gave me uh, to Reds fans, and uh, man, I, there's a thousand things I could ask you about. Would uh, I'd love to have you back sometime if uh, after you, How about after you win a gold medal?
1: Let's do that, man. That sounds awesome.
0: If you win a gold medal, will you come back on?
1: Uh, most definitely. I'm it.
0: All right. It's great catching up with you, man. And, uh, USA, go USA, go Todd father, go Go the pod father.
1: Let's go, baby. Thanks. Nice talking to you, Jim.
0: All right, Todd. Take care. Hope you enjoyed that conversation with Todd Frazier and we wish him well in trying to bring home a gold medal for team USA. And he's a guy that just wants to continue on the situation with the pirates in which they were, they're in a transition and decided to designate him for assignment. And at his age, and he's still, like he said, he's ninety days short of ten years. I did not know that. And that is if he comes within ninety days and doesn't get it, that will be that'll be tough. But at the same time, you know, he's willing to play for Team USA. You want to keep playing, you want to showcase yourself for potential MLB teams, whether it be This season or certainly next season, he still thinks he has some in the tank. So why not go for Team USA and then, you know, he'll, he'll enjoy it anyways. I mean, if they make it to the Olympics and just that experience of putting on the red, white, and blue, I mean, why not? We're definitely going to have to have him back. He did have limited time and I didn't even get to the home run derby. You're probably like, dude, home run derby. Hello. Yeah. No, we just didn't have time and it is a better reason to have him back that we can talk about that and more we appreciate you checking us out thanks again we invite you to rate and review this podcast and spread the word about this podcast as we just keep keeping on until next time so long everyone